You know what it is. That's right. It's time to talk money with your money nerd and financial coach. Now, tighten those purse strings and open those ears. It's the Money Talk with Tiff podcast. All right, y'all. It's time for Finance Friday Live. Please come in, take a seat, and get ready for this juiciness that I'm about to bestow on you today because there's a lot going on. I'm going to try not to take too long, so some topics I might just skim over, and maybe I'll do a separate live going into more detail because there's a lot going on, and I want to make sure y'all stay informed, but at the same time, be respectful of your time. Unfortunately, they're doing yard work outside my window right now so I apologize ahead of time if you all are having difficulties hearing me but hopefully it comes out okay I will be taking a break pretty much a leave from money talk with Tiff for a little bit I know it's it's so sad but I don't know how that's gonna affect my finance Friday lives or Twitter spaces or anything like that thus far you will get podcasts, podcast releases. I'm just not sure how often they'll be, at least once or twice a week, but I don't know if it'll be the whole four. So we'll see. Oh, Lord, he got close. Um, (laughs) So let's just hop right into it because it's a lot to cover and I'll leave the replay out. So first and foremost, let's talk about FTX. Okay, so if you're not familiar with what's going on with them, FTX was a crypto exchange, so it's where people can trade cryptocurrency and make money and all that stuff, right? So recently, they were they filed bankruptcy. Pretty much how it happened was there was a run on the bank. So if you remember, well, probably don't remember, but with the Great Depression, the reason the Great Depression happened was because there was a run on the banks. What does that mean? That means that people got scared and started taking their money out of all the banks. So then the banks started failing. This is essentially what was happening with FTX. People started taking their money out because apparently they caught wind that something was awry. They started taking their money out. And a matter of fact, a lot of the crypto people that I follow on Twitter was telling people like, especially after the FTX thing, you need to start removing your money, you're going to lose it. That's exactly what happened with FTX. So lots and lots of money is now gone. And the reason I bring that up, because I don't want to stay on it too long, please Google, read about it. There's other influencers and content creators that have gone into a lot of depth on this whole situation. So definitely do your research. But why I wanted to bring it up today is cryptocurrency legislation is coming. Okay. Now they haven't explicitly said that, but there's writing on the wall. And the reason I say that is because Actually, this article just came out today. A subcommittee in the House of Representatives is seeking internal documents and communications from the Sam Bankman Fried, who was the head of FTX and FTX to understand how the crypto exchange collapsed so suddenly and what is being done to recover customer funds. What we do know about the government is that they do not play when it comes to messing with the people and their funds. That's why they have the SEC. That's why they have these special committees and stuff. And they do go after people. And so that's exactly what's happening. Now, 
the whole cryptocurrency industry was being investigated already by this subcommittee at the House of Representatives. And they started that back in August. So now this is like the icing on the cake for them. It's like jackpot. <laughs> like This is exactly what needed to happen for them to just what they are doing now. And so it has intensified their investigation um their investigation and pretty quickly. So now, because what happened was a lot of the money was transferred over to foreign banks so that the U.S. Chapter 11 bankruptcy could not touch it. So they think, so this is what we know so far, right? So we don't know if this will actually, and it was a uh, Bahamas, right? So they thought, oh, well, let's transfer this money over to our Bahamian, is that the word? Bahamian branch, (laughs) so that way we can keep it safe. But now the U.S. is going back and forth with the Bahamas to get justice for the people that lost a lot of money. So it's a lot of stuff going on as a result of the FTX thing. But the main thing I wanted you all to be aware of today is that the House of Representatives is now looking at this and using it in their investigation that they had already started in the cryptocurrency industry. Now they are asking for these internal documents, which is probably going to help their case to start developing legislation around the industry, which honestly, I do feel like it's much needed. So stuff like this does not happen. Or if it does happen, there's recourse. Like right now, since there was no legislation, there was no oversight, nobody can really do anything. Everybody just lost money if you lost money. Oh, he's right outside my window. Sorry, y'all. Hold on. Let me wait till he goes away because it got real loud. He's literally right there. Hold on. Dang. How long you gonna blow in the same spot? (laughs) No, I appreciate them so much. They do good work. But it's important for you all to know that this is coming, especially if you are invested in crypto. You want to understand if what you're invest if the currency you're investing in is going to fall under regulations. Like I saw people talking about how possibly a three. Ethereum, however you say it, the E1, that one might fall under regulations and they might consider it more of a security. Some of them they might consider commodities, which are a little less regulated. So it's going to be important to do your research if this is a sector that you do invest in to see how this is going to change the whole landscape. Okay. So I wanted to make you all aware of that, that the government is investigating currently. This just came out today the whole FTX situation and adding it to their investigation that they had already started in August. So it should be interesting to see how this shakes out. Hopefully, if you are listening to me right now, you didn't lose any money in this shakeup. A lot of the other exchanges are having some issues as well. Like I said, people have been advising people to pull their money out of wherever it is. And so don't be surprised if more companies start shaking down in that industry. Another thing I wanted to bring up, I'll save that one for last. Let's go to (laughs) credit card interest rates, right? So as we've been talking about, every time the Fed does an increase, I hop on live, I let you all know that the increase is here. This is how it affects you. I'm always talking about credit card rates. Rates on retail credit cards are crazy high. Some are topping 30%. 
30%, y'all. So that means $30 out of every $100 that you spend on that card and you carry over to the next month, you have to pay that to the company. $30 out of every 100, 30% plus is high. 20% plus is high, but that's our norm at this point. I just want you all to be aware that these retail credit cards, which are generally high anyway, but they're topping 30% at this point. So just think about that <laughs> before you go and open one or use the ones that you already have. Like I've been saying this whole year, make sure that you are paying down your high interest credit card debt because that's going to give you your highest return on your money. There is nothing in the market that is doing 30%. I can guarantee you that. There might be a few, but you're going to have to do a lot of research, figure out which ones those are, and it's not going to be consistent. You can give yourself <laughs> a 30% return or 25%, whatever your interest rate is, just by paying off your high interest credit card debt. So I'm just saying this should definitely be a priority. I said 30% is crazy. There has been an unwritten rule among issuers that they will not go over a 30% annual percentage rate. So 30% should be the max. But because we are in a totally different environment, that might change. So I just wanted you to keep that in mind. Consider the opportunity cost of your money when you're using these cards. Understand what you're getting into. So make sure you read the material. They have to let you know what the interest rate is. Make sure you read that. Read it thoroughly. And be wary of the deferred interest. They'll say, oh, 0% for X amount of time, which is all fine and dandy. But if we are heading into a recession or we're in a situation where you don't have the same amount of money flowing as you usually would, then take that into consideration, too, because if it's zero percent for a certain amount of time, once that time is up, they're going back and hitting you with all that interest. And if it's at 30%, that's a lot of money, $30 of every $100. And nobody really is walking around with a $100 balance. Let's just be real, right? It's in the thousands. And so if you multiply that, for instance, if it's a thousand, that's $300 that you're paying the company. Okay, so start thinking about things in those terms to make better decisions. And like I've been saying, just definitely start paying down those debts. Another tip I will tell you too is you can call the companies and see if they will lower your interest rate for a little bit of time. So I've done that before in the past where I'm like, hey, I'm considering a big purchase, even though I really wasn't. That's what they want to hear. I'm considering a big purchase and I'm looking at these cards or you can say, hey, these cards are reaching out to me, but I want to make sure I stay with y'all. Is it any way possible you can lower my interest rate? And you'll be surprised. Sometimes they'll say, yeah, I've gotten mine reduced between five and I say 8%. So you can get it reduced and then take that time to pay it off aggressively because then the interest is not accruing as fast. Just a thought, Something to be aware of. These interest rates are getting ridiculous when it comes to these credit cards and especially on the retail ones. So I would just suggest don't use it unless you absolutely have to. And the chances of that happening, it's not much. Because if it's retail, it's probably something you don't need anyway. No, I'm just kidding. So just keep that in mind, y'all. Seriously, though. All right. 
The last thing I was going to talk about, y'all, Twitter, Elon, is blowing up. (laughs) I don't know if you all have been in the loop with any of that going on, but I can tell you it is a pretty interesting situation I have been watching play out over there in the Twitter space, okay? And a few things I wanted to bring up during this live, and that is... First, the, okay, I'm like, where do I even start with this? From an HR perspective, it's a nightmare. I'll probably do a separate live at some point with just the HR stuff, but pretty much long story short, they let go of about 50% of their workforce. The rest of the people that were there have started working out walking out, sorry, because Elon or whomever sent an ultimatum via email and people were just like, yeah, no. And so yesterday they lost quite a bit of their staff as well. Elon is afraid of people retaliating, which I mean, let's be real. You're messing with people's livelihoods. So the chances of people retaliating is pretty high whenever you're dealing with layoffs of that magnitude. And then especially because he's been tweeting and making jokes and it's just been a whole dumpster fire of a mess, but he shut down building access. So he shut down the badges. Now, the crazy part of the crazy part with that is it, there's reports that because he shut down the badges, people couldn't get out. (laughs) Like people couldn't get out of the security gate in their car. And he had to call back the people that he had already fired to help with getting the badge situation under control. Like I said, it's a whole dumpster fire. But another thing I wanted to bring up is, and this is where it's important for your money because Part of the whole Elon taking over thing, he was like, oh, it's $8. And then $8 a month, you can get a blue verification check. So if you're not familiar, if you're not on Twitter, if you have a verification check that's saying, I am this person. So same thing with Instagram, same thing with Facebook. They all have some version of this. But Twitter is now the only one that you can pay the $8 and anybody can get a verification check for any name, whoever they want. Now, why is this an issue? I'm sure you can come up with your own conclusions, but let me give you one real life example that happened yesterday. And shout out to Nia for making me aware of this. She's awesome. We all like share content and keep each other informed of different things because I didn't even know that this happened yesterday. So what had happened was there's a company called Eli Lilly, right? So they're the ones that make and distribute and charge for insulin. So if you're not familiar, insulin is for people with diabetes. It literally saves lives. They make billions and billions of dollars off of insulin, okay? Now, just a little backdrop for insulin. The patent for insulin was free, okay? So the person that created insulin, they said this is something that helps people and just gave it away. So this company has been monetizing it for years. So what somebody did was they created a fake business account with that company name, bought their blue check with their $8, and then they made a post and said, 
all insulin will now be free. We are giving it away. We are trying to help people. And I'm exaggerating, but it was something like that, right? Now, of course, everybody's, oh my gosh, thank you so much. This is so awesome. Thank you for releasing insulin to the public and where it's affordable, anybody can get it, blah, blah, blah. The real company had to come back and say, oh, this is not us. <laughs> this is somebody else. And we're still charging for insulin. We're still making money off of insulin. So we're not giving it away for free. So, of course, that sent people in an uproar. OK, now, when that happened, <laughs> you can imagine. Oh, also, the and somebody just put in the chat also the company that distributes the baby formula happened too. So I need to look up that one. But anyway, so of course, now what happened was their stock plummeted because now people are like, you're not giving it away for free. So you really don't care about the people. You just care about making money. Da, 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 da. Now it's a bad sentiment around the company. And so <laughs> The stock price has plummeted. And then when I say plummeted, when I saw the chart, I mean, it did like a straight, almost 90 degree angle down yesterday. And so that company lost billions of dollars. Why? Because anybody can get a verification check now. So Elon thought that this was a great idea in order to get recurring revenue for Twitter by charging people $8 a month for the verification check. You get an edit button because on Twitter you can't edit your tweets. You have to delete them and restart and some other perks. Okay. Very minimal stuff. But unfortunately what has happened is it's causing more unintended consequences for other businesses and also for Twitter as a company. A lot of the advertisers are bouncing. They like, we don't want to deal with this. And if that's one of the, that used to be one of their primary sources of income, which that's why Elon has had to backtrack and say free speech, but within reason and blah, 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 to try to get these advertisers back. It's causing a mess and not just for Twitter, but for other companies as well. And so I tell that story and I say that to say, even if you're not on Twitter, it could still affect your investments in other ways. And so it's important to stay alert with what's going on over there. I've been staying alert just because it's just an interesting case study for me <laughs> when it comes to HR stuff. And if you're interested in my thoughts, I tweet about it almost every day at Money Talk with T. So check that out if you're interested in my HR thoughts about the Twitter stuff. But it's very interesting how things are playing out and there's real world consequences coming from this. People are losing their jobs and don't get me wrong. Twitter was not the only tech company to do layoffs. There's, there have been a quite a few here lately, but I feel like it's the way that it has been done with Twitter that makes a difference. And don't get me wrong, Meta, they could have, and I'm saying that on their platform right now too, they could have did a better job because what's happening is they are letting people go via email, which for me is appalling. If you're going to cut off somebody's livelihood, then at least have the decency to do it over Zoom or to do it in person or something. But via email, as a mass email to everybody that you're laying off, it's just really impersonal and really shows that the company does not care about their employees. And so 
Anyway, that's a whole other tangent. I just wanted to make sure that you all were aware of what was going on over there on Twitter. If you're not there, because it can affect your money. If you're invested in companies that possibly are on Twitter or not on Twitter, because in this situation, they the handle was something that was believable. Like it was actually the company's name. And come to find out the real handle for the company was just a shorter version. So they took the longer version, but their blue check and said whatever they wanted to say. And now the real company has suffered major consequences from not even their actions. So it's important to keep track of all this stuff that I talked about today from FTX, the cryptocurrency industry and the potential regulation that's about to come for that, how the government is getting involved on that front. Also, the interest rates on the high interest credit cards and the whole Twitter situation. It's important to keep track of this stuff because it can affect you in more ways than one. That's all I have for you today. I could go on and on, but I want to be respectful of your time. And if you have any questions or any comments, concerns, thoughts, I would love to hear from you. So please put it in the comments. I do go back and check those and answer those questions as well. If you're listening on the podcast, thank you so much for listening. This will come out on the podcast a week after the actual live. So if you want to catch me live, I'm live every Friday at 12 p.m. Eastern on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. So you can check me on any of those platforms. And I'm just here to give you the scoop for all the financial news that happened during the week and try to keep you informed of as much as possible. Every time I get off a live, something new happens. <laughs> and I'm like, dang, why did that happen when I was on live before? So definitely check in every week. And maybe I'll start doing it, maybe doing little bite-sized pieces throughout the week because so much that happens. But follow me on Twitter because that's where I do a lot of tweeting about this stuff and follow me on any other platform that you're on. Thank you so much for joining and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening, joining and being a part of the Money Talk with Tiff podcast this week. You can check Tiff out every Thursday for a new Money Talk podcast. But if you just can't wait until next week, you can listen to previous podcast episodes at moneytalkwitht.com or follow Tiff on all social media platforms at Money Talk with T. Until next time, spend wise by spending less than you make. A word to the money wise is always sufficient. <laughs>